Hey, how you doing tonight? Kind of get started for you. Yeah, I'm doing good tonight. You know, another busy day at the ballpark. Now I need something really, really good. You got something really good for me there? Of course I do. I have exactly what you need. Jack and Kano coming right up. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you're listening to, we want to welcome everybody back. It has been a while. It has been a pretty long while, uh, but we are back. Uh, I am Roberto, and that is Jack. Together we call this Jack and Cano. Uh, Jack, uh, what you been up to, bud? Uh, watching the Lightning uh, head to the finals. I just, that's the first uh, thing I had to say because uh, it's exciting to be back in the Stanley Cup. So, uh, you know. With with the Rays playing well, and you know the Bucks just winning the Super Bowl, it's you know it's uh, Champa Bay here, and I know our uh, guest is going to have something to say about that for next year. But um, no, I've been you know we went on vacation, went to the beach, you know, just kind of took some time off and kind of getting back in the swing of things. There you How about go. you? Well, oh, you're working, man. Um, for me, you know, work has never stopped. You know, it's uh, it's been busy uh, the, the the work that I do, but you know, with the summer coming up uh the good times are coming and just yesterday for example i had my my kid's birthday party i have a couple of kids that are 10 days apart so one birthday party a year hey winner winner nice so we, we had that going on good weather good summer birthday for the kids so enjoying life man you know getting back to normal the sgas are back there's a bobblehead almost every single day in the minors and the majors there's always something going on so definitely nice to start seeing these shelves fill up a little bit correct yeah, and the Giants are came out of nowhere, and somehow they're like what the best team in baseball right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're uh, they lost today. They lost yeah. today, but uh, so far they've been doing pretty good. They got a nice solid team. Uh, Kapler is doing a phenomenal job. They're believing in each other, uh, so it, it's nice to see the home team doing pretty good. Uh, let's see what happens in the playoffs, though. You still got to get past the Dodgers and obviously the Padres oh, in the National League. It's uh, it's getting very interesting uh, for sure. A lot of good teams out there. All right. So, yeah, guys, so we've been away for a while. Uh, you know, we, we, we know that this is going to be a good show. And thank you guys for tuning in. We do have a very special guest and, and, and we're going to talk to him. And he's he's going to give us some wonderful, wonderful information on, on, on his personal collections, on how he got started. And he's going to uh, touch on, on, on something that we're going to talk about, which is the chase of that last piece. We all have that. We all have a list and, and there's always one missing from either a, a big set, a subset, and, and, and we know that he's missing one big piece and we're going to talk about what that chase uh, is like. But first off, uh, we're going to talk about something very, very important that everyone should be jumping on and that is the latest thing that we have going on on the page and that is Loco 5K, right Jack? That's right. So we got a package deal uh, for everybody to jump in on on the page. You know, you're going to get a Loco 5K bobblehead, which is most important, right? So uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but the rest of the package, you know, you got a little string backpack you can use to throw your stuff in when you're running, go to the gym, whatever. Uh, you got a matching cooling towel, a towel that was made to keep you cool. And that's, you could use that for anything uh, when you're running. Yeah, on the 5K can use it when you're mowing the yard those things are awesome if you have never used a cooling towel before and then uh, the last thing is the loco metal which you know everyone that runs 5ks walks 5ks i mean 
even if you've done a mile walk or anything for charity, you know, you, you go, you want that medal at the end, right? Hang that up with all your medals and display that. And we got a pretty cool medal. So. Yeah, definitely not a regular race medal or even any type of competition medal. Uh, this one was uh, very carefully thought of and it had to be very unique and it had to be something that, that everyone likes. Um, and we got to let them know too, Jack, that the bobblehead is actually a runner. And what I like about this one is the, the racing finish line tape that every yeah. bobblehead is going to have. Because if you take a look at other racing bobbleheads that have been put out there, I know the Giants have about seven of them. Uh, they only have two with the actual um, string, not the string, but the finish line. But it's actually like material. a ribbon. The, the ribbon, correct. The, yeah. the finish line ribbon. But it's actual craft ribbon that they put on there. Right. Uh, and the one that Loco is going to have, it's not the case. It's actually going to be the same material as the bobblehead. Um, so it is not going to be flimsy. It is not going to come apart. It, it's going to be part of the bobblehead, which uh, is something that no other running bobblehead in any other, uh, in, in either major leagues or minor league giveaways or events or stuff uh, put together like this by teams, it hasn't been done. So this is definitely something that everyone that gets one is going to be glad that they have it in their collection. Yeah, I think so. You know, it's, it's not a full size, but it's a little bigger than a mini, you know, because they needed to make it big enough to show the detail. Um, everything is kind of molded in there. You don't really have like a bunch of decals on there, which was important to us. And, uh, you know, it's uh, success did a great job with it. Uh, you know, I, th I think everyone's going to love it. The first running skull, I, I think, as far as yeah. I've seen, I don't think I've ever seen a skull. Running. I don't think I've ever seen one. No, no, you're right. And you mentioned the size and at five and a half inches ballpark is what it is Yeah. Uh, for New York uh, Yankee collectors is going to be perfect. And that's not me throwing a jab. It's just going to look right with every other, other Yankee bobblehead that they have. Um, yeah, the, and right. you mentioned the towel earlier too. We got to take a look at the towel, Jack, and it is not just a regular size towel. This thing is, is pretty big. It's pretty wide. And like you said, it's a cooling towel, which is different than a regular one. Yeah, the cooling towel, you know, you, you just get, you know, if you've used one, you probably know, but you just get some water on there, kind of snap it around a little bit, and it'll keep you cool for a couple hours. You want to recharge it, you just throw some more water on it and kind of repeat, kind of just brings your temperature down when you're outside and it's hot. Um, but yeah, and then as far as the metal goes, you know, that kind of a kind of a, an homage to uh, a local race here, Gasparilla. If you've ever heard of Gasparilla, it's the big pirate themed kind of Mardi Gras they have here in Tampa. They, uh, they do a 5K, which actually do a bunch of races, 5K, half marathon, bunch of challenges, et cetera. Um, and they have these really cool like skull and crossbone medals that had like a swinging jaw on it. And so we got to thinking about that, like, hmm, that'd be kind of cool if Loco had a swinging jaw because, you know, it's, you can't really make a bobblehead on a, on a metal, but it's about as close as we could get. So I think it's uh, different and I think people enjoy it. And it looks just like Loco, obviously. And you mentioned the jawline. It's just perfect. It's a wonderful, wonderful piece to have. Um, all right. So that's what we have going on. And that's, like I said, that's something that everyone should uh, should be able to have once um, once they come out. You got to have it. Let's get to our let's get to our special guest. Uh, this man right here. I've had a good relationship with him for uh, how long are we talking about, Corey? We're, we've talked for about two, three years. I'd say probably two and a half, three years, easily. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, Corey Mickelson, he is a huge, huge Kansas City uh, collector. And we're talking about Royals. We're talking about Kansas City Chiefs. And with the success that the Royals had winning the World Series, you know, not too long ago. And obviously, uh, Mahomes running around, you know, football fields, beating everybody, you know, getting to the Super Bowl the last two years. Um, you know, Kansas City is a pretty good sports town right now. Corey, well, what's it like? What's, what's the city feel like? You know, I, I actually moved to Pennsylvania uh, from Kansas City three years ago. So uh, it's, it's been a little bit of a challenge uh, to be out here. Uh, I did manage to, la not last year, but the year before, fly back to Kansas City so I could be there to watch the Super Bowl against uh, the Niners and ended up extending my stay a couple days to, to go to the parade. Uh, it was about four degrees that day, uh, completely miserable standing outside for hours upon hours, uh, waiting for the buses to drive by. Uh, I'll be honest, I was a little jealous. The The Tampa parade this year looked a little bit warmer, um, much, much nicer uh, weather, but, you know, wouldn't trade it for the world. But, uh, you know, the excitement's there. Um, Royals, you know, they, they teased us a little in April, uh, jumped out to the best record in baseball, and then uh, remembered they were the Royals, and uh, now they're last in the division. So... You know, when, when you're a small market club, you got to take your beating every four or five years. But, you know, we've got a stellar crop of, of pitchers from that uh, 2018 draft class that, you know, should should be – I've said all along 2022, 2023 might be the rebuild. It, it, it's setting up to be just like the 2014, you know, team. So I, I hope that uh, – I hope they can get back. Um but again, in, in the meantime, we got the Chiefs. So, how, how do you guys feel, or how do you feel? How does the fan base feel about Mike Matheny? Because I like the dude. Uh, so, I'm one of the rare Kansas City fans that's also a Cardinals fan. I know that's uh, a sin uh, okay. for most people, but uh, I had family as a kid in this in St. Louis, so you know, I went to a lot of Cardinals games, and and back then it was never an issue, and then all of a sudden. 1985 rolls around and I'm like shit who do I root for you know Cardinals Royals yeah. and I, I was kind of torn there but then it wasn't a big issue again until whenever they started the interleague and I'm like ah, oh, here we are again I'm in this dilemma so I just decided I'm rooting for the home team when they play each other and and back when I was living there you know we at least tried to get across state to go to one of the games uh each year but uh you know I'm a big Matheny fan I I liked him when he was in St. Louis um I I, I was not a Ned Yost fan, and if you look back through my past uh, Facebook post history, you will see a lot of uh, comments of wanting Yost out of there. Um, I just didn't think he managed the bullpen very well, um, but in Matheny's case, it's hard to manage a bullpen when they're all pretty crappy, so um, I, I, don't know, I don't know why we have uh, Greg Holland and Wade Davis and Irvin Santana still on our squad right now. Um, it's, it's like they're trying to relive that 2015 glory season. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know how many games they've blown, but it's, it's pretty frustrating, at least on my I know end. That, I know that the Giants did the same thing too, Jack, after those three championships earlier in the decade, they held on to all these players. They held on to Hunter Pence. They held on to Matt Kane. They held on to a good number of them to this day. They're still holding on to Buster Posey, Brandon Belt and Crawford, although they're contracts are kind of like eh, not on the more favorable favorable side 
but that's because they're holding on to those glory days. Yeah, they yeah. put those uniforms out there on the field. Fans are going to buy them. They're going to yeah. buy the jerseys. So yeah. that I would say that's that's part of it. Now, what happens when you walk down the street when you go back home and visit family, and uh, you have your Cardinals jersey on? It gives you well, shit. I don't, I don't do that. Okay, <laughs> I don't do that. Um, now, when I, man. I come through St. Louis and I visit, yeah, we'll we'll throw the Cardinals red on. But uh, yeah, I, I stick to the home team. I I don't wear Cardinals uh, any anywhere. Now, I'm also a, a St. Louis Blues fan because obviously Kansas City doesn't have hockey, but. Yeah, it's not one of those cities that uh, they get too upset when they see other, you know, because they've had such bad baseball for so long. You know, it's it's not a now if I were to be a I've got a buddy who's a Raiders fan. I mean, he can't walk down the street in his Raiders gear in Kansas City without, you know, getting jabs taken at him. But it's it's all pretty friendly. I mean, every every city has their bad people that, uh, you know, will take some pretty, pretty bad jabs. But, you know. And, and I've gone to many away games, Chiefs fan, and I don't have any issues wearing the wearing the colors anywhere. Um, I'm a little curious how it's going to go in Philly this year. Um, I've I've heard bad things about uh, the Eagles fans and how they treat the, the the opposing fans, but you know, we'll see. I it it may be a, a very discreet Chiefs shirt with a little <laughs> little logo on it, and, and it may be black, you know, and not red. I don't know. So. You just got to go. I, I heard like you can buy a Carson Wentz like elite jersey, like a three hundred dollar jersey for like ten dollars at Dick's right now. So you just get <laughs> one of those and throw it over your your yeah. Chiefs jersey till you get to your seat, and then you can so take you it get off. inside. Yeah, I mean, the very Mahomes' first year was the year I just moved out here, and we went across to Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, in that game where he lit him up, you know, in the first half. Yeah. But then our defense in, in Chiefs fashion that year tied it in the second, you know, we had Chiefs gear on and we had no issues. Everybody was, you know, a lot of fun, you know, good times. So, but, you know, the Cardinals, you know, I tend to not, uh, I don't want to stir the pot too much. So I just, I'll keep, you know, I, I'd rather wear it to a Phillies game out here than walk across, you know, town with it. So, yeah, oh, there you go. Cause I know down there in Tampa, um, whenever Jack sees someone wearing a Yankee Jersey or a Red Sox jersey, he gets tough. So shit gets <laughs> yeah. crazy everywhere. And watch no. out with Jack. No, I, I think that's just the Yankees anywhere. You know, man, I tell you what. When I go to the Trop and the, it's it, you know the Yankees really. I mean, you know, they'll root for their team. I don't have a problem with that. The Yankees are actually okay for the most part. I mean, one or once in a while you'll find somebody you know kind of mouthing off, but the worst i mean i'm not saying that they're the worst fans i'm just saying when they're at the trop they're the worst it's the red Sox, man they get in fights with the people and you know it's uh it's pretty it's pretty tense you know they have a pretty good rivalry with with both the yankees and uh, the red Sox, even though we're uh, also a very small market team i think one of the smallest markets <laughs> but uh you know they've just done a, a phenomenal job with you know recruiting or you know uh, scouting and pulling up guys from the the minors and uh, just it's amazing what tampa's done with so little uh but then you know we don't have the buster posies or you know it's you got to get a new jersey every year so yeah. <laughs> you don't you just get one with no name on the back so you're good and that's my thing is i tend not to buy uh personalized jerseys you know of players because then you know, then they're gone or they do something stupid. I think the last one I bought was a uh, Kareem Hunt jersey. And we all know how that turned out in Kansas City. So, oh, man. He likes yeah. playing soccer. Yes. Yes. Jeez. 
All right, so let's. I, I know that uh, you're a big collector. Again, we'll, we'll get into the specifics and, and, and the immense uh, collection of their sets and how special and beautiful they are. But tell us how you got started. Uh, wh what is it that got you into not necessarily collecting, but um, all these sets? And you're a, a huge completist also. Uh, uh, how did yeah. all that get started? The, the being a completist is kind of a curse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It, uh, so I got my first bobblehead. So I was a chief season ticket holder for, for several years. And then um, in 2014, I entered into a, a lottery to get World Series tickets. And, and I got picked. So I basically, I, I took the, I bought two tickets to all uh, four home games of, of the series against the Giants. And I was sitting there at game six with my friend. And, you know, the Royals just totally dominated that game and I really didn't have a good feeling about game seven because we knew who was on the mound for the Giants and um, I didn't want to listen to Joe Buck talk about him over and over so I was getting text messages from everybody and I had a guy send me a text he's like dude I will offer you x number of dollars for your game seven tickets and I thought that's a pretty hefty amount it's more almost triple what I paid for all four games so I took it and then I took that money and bought season tickets the next year for 15. And one of the first games that I, that I went to was a bobblehead game. And I'm like, well, oh, these are kind of cool. I mean, I, that was my first bobblehead that I owned. And um, I'm like, all right. So I got the whole season. Well, then I'm like, man, let's, let's do some research here. And I was like, shit, they went all the way back to 2002 when they started giving out bobbleheads. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, jumped on eBay and there was, Oh, 10, 15 bucks. I grabbed, you know, everything I could. And then I discovered the different Facebook groups and, uh, you know, I, I call them a bunch of enablers. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not a support group. They're enablers to a, a very sick addiction. Mm -hmm. And um, I just worked and worked until I put the entire set, you know, together. And then I'm like, okay, now what do I do? 2016 is not here yet. I can't wait for more bobbleheads. I need to find something. Well, then I learned that, oh, minor leagues, they give out bobbleheads too. So I checked out all the Royals minor league teams and started making my list and slowly but surely put together, you know, the, the entire collection. Um, some didn't make sense. Like, I have no idea why there's a Bucky Dent bobblehead from the Omaha Royals other than he was their manager, but he's in a Yankees uniform. So I, I don't understand that. Um, they also gave out a Nolan Ryan bobblehead. No idea why he never played for the Royals. Um, there, there's several in the collection that I have, and I just question, like, what? I, I don't get it. But they're part of the set. I had to have them. Um, so then when I moved out here and discovered, man, the minor league Blue Rocks, that's our single A team. They're right down the road. So then I became like the, uh, the bobblehead mule for Kansas City. You know, I, I bought 22 season ticket packages uh, one year for all the people back in Kansas City. And I, okay. I remember uh, loading my car up to the ceiling with bobbleheads and driving them back at the end of the year for everybody. And uh, it actually worked out kind of nice because I found people in Omaha, in Northwest Arkansas, that we just traded sets. Nice. You know, so it worked out well. You, you make your connections and so that's how I ended up with a, a full complete set of Royals and all of their affiliates bobbleheads. And 
Lexington Legends was was a tough one uh, because they spent several years as a uh, Astros farm team. So a lot of their bobbleheads were Astros players like Altuve and they had a Roger Clemens and that stupid little miniature Altuve. He was fetching four or five hundred bucks. And I'm like, this makes no sense. Yeah. And uh, I made a good connection with their uh, COO. And when the team president left after last summer, he called me. He goes, hey, he goes, I got an office full of bobbleheads here. Oh, uh, are you interested? And I'm like, I'm on my way. So I packed up in the car, drove eight and a half, nine hours to Lexington. And uh, he had like four of those mini Altuves there. Wow. And all in boxes. And he's like, made me an offer on everything. So I'm like, ah. so I threw out a number. He's like, I'll take it. So I came back and sold those four minis for almost double what I paid for the whole batch and then kept nice. one for myself. So it was like, man, I, you know, sometimes you hit a deal like that. And other times, I mean, I, I spend hours scouring flea markets and antique malls and, and have no luck. And then, then you happen across something like that. So it's like, okay, that made up for it. So nice. And something that I've noticed too, in the last year or so, especially with, with COVID, you know, uh, slowing everything down is I remember seeing all those mini Altuves that you found because you were traveling uh, back and forth between where you're at now and Kansas City. And I was thinking, I'm like, everyone in the Houston groups is always looking for that Altuve. How the hell did you find so many? So I, I, I remember that, man. I remember that. And it's pretty cool. straight, straight out of the president's office. So That's it, awesome. It worked out well. Right into what I was going to uh, talk about. He asked you to make him an offer. So in that conversation and from the deal that you made with him, do you think that someone that high up in, the, in, in I guess, in a team knows what is happening in, in this market when it comes to the supply and demand of the bobbleheads? You know, I, I don't think so. Uh, I'll, I'll give you another story and hopefully the guy I sold this to isn't listening, but um, <laughs> I, uh, the, the Burlington Royals, they gave away a, uh, a bingo mascot. Okay. Um, so I, don't, I don't remember how many years, but it was to kids only. So my guess is most of them didn't survive the day. You know, it, it's kind of like the 2002 sluggers that are so valuable in Kansas city. They were given to kids. So most of them never made it out of the stadium intact. So, I mean, I had exhausted Craigslist, I mean, everywhere. I, I trying to find one of these and I thought, you know what? I got, I jumped on the Burlington Royals website and I emailed, they, they had a list of their president, vice president, GM, whatever. I just, all their emails, put them in a mass email and said, here's the deal. I'm looking for this bobblehead. Anybody have one by chance? And, uh, I got an email back from the GM and he's like, yeah, I got one sitting on my desk. He said, I'll sell it to you for 30 bucks. He said, and, uh, he said, that'll, that'll include shipping. Uh, I'm, like I had to read it twice. I'm like, holy shit, really? Anybody right, else have one on their desk that they're wanting to get? And, now, Corey, I'm laughing and Jack is laughing, but just to add a little info to the, to the middle of the story, how much does that slugger go for now? Oh, the, the bingo. Um, I sold it to uh, to Matt Webb. Um, okay. Big which, mascot collector. Yeah, big mascot like collector, uh, spring neck uh, page. Um, mm -hmm. I, I sold it to him. They sell normally about 200 bucks. I, I sold it to him in a kind of a cash and trade for the next springy bobblehead okay. that they do for their group um, yeah. type of deal. So 
but then uh, on one of my adventures down there, my son and I took a summer trip. We actually last year were going to see a bunch of baseball games through North Carolina, but COVID obviously stopped that. So we stopped at Burlington, just it's a team store. I wanted to see if they had any anything and happened to ask the guy, I said, hey, is anybody around got one of those uh, bingos sitting around? And sure enough, the groundskeeper had one sitting on his desk. Get and out of here. He said, he goes, let me, he goes, he's at lunch. He goes, let me ask him. Uh, he said, if you're going to be in town for a while, he goes, I'll text you. He texted me. He said, he wants 15 bucks for it. I mean, I about wrecked my car doing the U-turn on the highway <laughs> to go back. My son's like, what are you doing? And I said, I got to go get this. Yeah. So, right away. Yeah. So we, we, I said, anybody else while we're here <laughs> want to, so it was, uh, that was, that was a pretty good trip, but, but yeah, every once in a while you find, uh, find good stuff like that. So as we're, as this, uh, show airs, everybody's going to be headed to their minor league teams. Like, yeah. Hey, uh, the groundskeeper around and be like, yep, the yep, they're going to be, the yeah. <laughs> I just, I just gave away my secret, but that's all right. But, but listen, you know, we're talking about different methods here that I'm pretty sure everyone uses in one way or another, you know, scouring the pages, the, the team website to get the contacts. What Corey did is something that, again, either people do it or maybe they should, you know, start doing hit up the people that matter. Right. You know, the, the, the person at the front that you're trying to get an extra one, four for five bucks, they have no power. They're just told to hand them off one at a time. Right. But the people that make the decisions, you know, the promotions director or the marketing directors, they're the ones that have to come up with these ideas. So Absolutely. you build it. And, and I felt fine doing it because they're the ones that offered the price. I didn't go in there and say, hey, I'll give you 10 bucks for it. You know? Yep. So, I, you know, they offered it. I said, sure. So. Jack, what about you? Have you found any uh, crazy finds like this, whether it's uh, a good bobblehead or a valuable bobblehead or anything uh, memorabilia-wise? I know you told us about uh, Sean, uh, the, the, the Washington Redskins guy, Sean Taylor, that's right, and yeah. that one that you found on eBay that turned out to be pretty good. Oh, yeah. I've, I've found plenty of golden gems on eBay before, but, um, you know, bobbleheads, not not that it's, they were worth a lot of money or anything, but when uh, remember when Dr. Pepper and I, I don't even know if he's still around, but they used to have Larry, the Dr. Pepper guy uh, okay. for college football, you know, he'd walk around with the stadium mm -hmm. and he yep. kind of looked like, he looked like Steve Spurrier a little bit and yeah. anyway, the they Buster. yeah, they, yeah and they released bobbleheads uh, Dr. Pepper did, and I don't know if, I guess maybe through their distributors or whatever, so people were getting a hold of these, and I'm, I, I started looking at that, and I'm like, oh, I wonder where that thing comes from, because I couldn't find one anywhere except like on eBay, so I did some research on the Dr. Pepper, and somehow I figured out who the manufacturer, who the promotions company was, so I got in touch with the promotions company, and talked to somebody there, and I was like, hey, uh, do you have any of these, you know, Larry bobbleheads or whatever? And they're like, yeah, how many do you want? And I'm like, uh, well, how much are they? <laughs> and, I, and I bought, like, probably three or four cases of these bobbleheads from the promotions company. And they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll send it off. You know, it was like $12 a bobble or something, and we'll just send you the whole case or whatever, shipping included. And so they would just, I'd get a couple cases in, I'd just go sell them like on the pages. I think at that time it was probably wobbling or wherever. And uh, it was just, you know, yeah, I wasn't making a ton of money, but yeah, I made a little bit of money and got them out into the marketplace and I got the one I wanted. And 
I still have probably a couple hanging out somewhere <laughs> stored away, but it was just one of those things. So anytime I see something like I know the new thing is, you know, the Corona has got the the new Snoop Dogg. I seen that on a couple yeah. of the pages, you know, I, I probably, you know, I know Corona was selling the John Gruden's on their site. So it's pretty easy to get those. I don't, someone said they're not going to be selling the Snoops, but you know, it's like one of those things, like look at, see who the manufacturer is or who the promotions company is. And now, now they're going to be getting all these emails like, Hey, <laughs> I get some snoops, but you know, it's just, sometimes you got to do a little, uh, a little detective work. So I'm, I'm right there with Corey. It's a great idea. I, I think the best, the best find I ever had, uh, was actually just a, a few months ago. I was up in Cooperstown. Um, I had been, uh, actually went up to Lake Placid. I, one of the things I've always wanted to see was the Olympic site, you know, the mm. arena and all this. And then I saw on my way back, I stopped for a day in Cooperstown and just hit the shops, see if there's any uh, bobbleheads I need. And I was scouring through this, this one store. And I mean, they had a bunch of FOCO bobbleheads and all of a sudden down in the, like the dusty dark corner, I see what looks like a crown from a slugger. And I looked and sure as shit, it was the uh, fan, the all-star fan fest slugger. And I mean, that thing, okay. the last one on eBay fetched 450 bucks. So I grabbed it and I looked at the price tag and I thought that can't be right. And uh, sure enough, I opened it up mint condition, 39 bucks. Oh, and uh, I know I asked the girl, I'm like, you have any more of these <laughs> the cases of them in the back? She goes, well, email the owner, uh, you know, because it was a Sunday. She goes, he doesn't work on Sundays, but email him and see. And I emailed him and never heard back. But, you know, pretty, pretty good fine for uh, for $40. Wow. Let me ask you this. Do you have, because you brought up the all-star uh, 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 name, there's obviously the Mickey Mouse, there's the Apple, and there's the Statue of Liberty. I've seen all those three things go for a lot of money individually. Do you have yeah. all of them? I don't have any of them. Okay. Um, I, and I justify that by they're not bobbleheads. So okay. I, I, I don't want to spend that money. Um, the Statue mm -hmm. of Liberty is ridiculous. I think the last one I saw uh, available sold for about $1,200. Yeah. Um, the Apple and the Mickey Mouse are, I won't say they're better, but uh, they're lower. Uh, I think yeah. the last Mickey was like 425 and the Apple, same thing around that $400 range. Um, I keep thinking someday I'm I'm gonna get lucky and find one at a thrift store out here in New York, find one of the Statue of Liberties, yeah. but haven't had much luck yet. So, uh, I'll say, uh, sorry to interrupt you. Um, for the Rays, I have the Apple, I, and I may have more than one, but I, I was just talking to somebody that needed the Apple, and we never made a deal. But the Apple, when you if you see if you you've seen it in person, it's mm -hmm. I mean it's really cheap and I, I don't know i'm like how is this thing worth like three four hundred dollars now the statue of liberty i found a long time ago on ebay and i ordered it i've never seen another raised one uh, for some reason um but i so i got it on ebay and it came and like some of the crown pieces were broken right. even though it was packaged you know okay but so that one that one must be kind of fragile but i those i very rarely see any anywhere yeah, just it's. I'm just not willing to pay. I mean, I'll spend yeah. stupid money on bobbleheads, but I those seem like a little trinket to me. So I yeah, just I don't, I don't blame I, you. I can't do it. 
Yeah, what's, what's pretty cool about, about the statue, and I agree about the apple though, Jack, because it's all decals. Yeah. That's all it is, is the paint and it's the decals. But what I pers personally like about the All-Star bobblehead, right, and the uh, Statue of Liberty is that they are molded specifically for the team. So they must have sent uh, the idea to each team and each team had to design theirs. That's why the Yankee one has all, just the years of that, that they've won a championship. And that's really all they need for that bobblehead that tells their whole story. But uh, the mold of the Statue of Liberty as well as the, uh, the all-star bobblehead is for the specific team, for their logos or for whatever they're gonna put on there. So that makes them pretty unique and you can't just go buy another one and then just paint it over because you don't have or don't want to spend the $1,200 that Corey was talking about. Yeah. So I think, it's, I think that at least that part is pretty cool. But yeah, fuck that. I'm not gonna spend $1,200 on, on something like that. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not. No. I'll wait not for, for retail. To sell it for 40 bucks and uh, maybe the owner will have an extra one. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, uh, another thing uh, uh, that we want to let you guys know about when it comes to, uh, to Corey, uh, we just talked about how big of a collector he was, and, and he is, um, and one of the biggest collections and possibly the biggest collector uh, when it comes to the pages and everybody on there that collects Negro League bobbleheads. I don't think there's anyone out there that holds a bigger collection or that is as devoted uh, to finding everything bobblehead related than Mr. Corey. Now, Corey, tell me how that got started. And uh, there's, there's so sets that, that I don't even know existed. Yeah. So that fascination got started uh, when the Negro League History.com and uh, Bobblehead Hall of Fame launched their Kickstarter maybe three years ago, two or three years ago of their Centennial set. And it had 30 bobbleheads in it. And basically I jumped in and was one of the backers of the Kickstarter. I'm kind of kicking myself now that I didn't do the matching serial number set. Um, I just, I, I jumped in at the $700 range. I wasn't quite comfortable with the 12, I think it was $1,200 to do a matching serial number, which okay. like I said, I'm, I'm, I wish I had, but you know, hindsight's always 2020. So I jumped in with that. Then they started doing some add-on pieces and um, I joined a couple couple page or actually ran across a couple people that had Negro Leagues bobbles. And I learned that there were about 17 or 18 uh, stadium giveaways over the past several years. Mm -hmm. So I started trying to round those up. Um, some are pretty easy, some are cheap, uh, you know. Um, I had some from because Wilmington did a couple with the Judy Johnsons, uh, you know, so those were already in my set. Um, Kansas City has the a couple different Buck O'Neill ones. So, you know, I had a few and then I ran across a gentleman in Wisconsin who he had all of the stadium giveaways. And, you know, he and I, uh, we, we worked back and forth trying to find some. And I kind of joked one day and I said, why don't you just sell me your set and I can quit looking. And yeah. um, about two months later, he messaged me and was like, all right, if you're still interested, I'm ready to move on to a different project. Um, I'll sell. So he had, he, he had several of the ones I already had the, of the Centennial set, but he only wanted to sell it as a batch. So I'm like, all right. So I bought the whole set from him, uh, made a drive all the way to, uh, I can't 
I met, met him somewhere near Green, somewhere between Green Bay and Milwaukee. I don't know, somewhere up there. It was a long ass drive from Pennsylvania, but uh, made that drive, picked everything up. He also had, um, I think, five or six of the rare Stokesbury and Sons Negro wow. League set, which, um, again, being a completist, that ended up costing me quite a bit of money down the road. Um, there are 14 in this set um, made by a company called Stokesbury and Sons, and they're out of uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, there is very little info. I think I was telling Jack this while you were getting a drink earlier. Um, nobody knows much about these. Uh, we don't know how many were produced. Uh, the company is no longer in business. You know, if you try to Google it, basically all you're going to get is worth point sales of these things. Um, oh, wow. They're, they're probably some of the coolest bobbleheads. And, and I think I sent you a picture of them. Uh, they're made yeah. out of very fragile. They're porcelain um, and... I think the facial expressions on these really show, you know, the, the true struggles of, of the Negro leagues. Uh, they just, they, they don't look happy in any of them. It's just kind of a somber face. So it, it's, it's really a cool set. Um, that set I'm missing one. Um, I, yeah. I can't seem to find it. Uh, do, do these things ever show up on eBay or anything? Or uh, There's a few of them on there right now. There's another guy up in Wisconsin that has a couple of them. But he, his prices are stupid high. Yeah, so. ridiculous. Um, so anyway, yeah, it, these were made available to the Stokesbury and Sons um, clients. And you, I think you could order them from their, you had to call. They didn't have an, a website you could order from. So you had to call in. And I want to say they were, from what I've found, they were 25 or 30 bucks a piece. And they made them in 1992 and 93. And then wow. that's it. Um now it's interesting. I in that picture you'll see on I think on the front row on the ends you'll see two of them that have different bases. Um, they've got a gold base on them, which is the Hall of Fame building. I don't know if all fourteen have a version like that, but mm. those are the only two I've ever found. Um, I think one of them is Leon Day, and the other is Willie Wells. Uh, those are the two that I have. Um, but yeah, Turkey Stearns is the one that I'm missing. Um, Someday, I'm sure he'll pop up somewhere. But again, I don't know if they made 100 of these, 50 of them. And I, you know, nobody knows. There's literally no history out there on these things mm. other than they're kind of expensive. And, and the friend that has them, where did he get them? What is his story as far as where he got the one that you're missing? You know, I don't know. I didn't ask him that. I just know he has the full set, and but he doesn't have the two gold-based ones. And he doesn't even know anything about that. And to my knowledge, he's probably one of the most knowledgeable when it comes to Negro Leagues bobbleheads. Uh, like I said, he runs NegroLeagueshistory.com and that Facebook page. And he is the one who has all of the rights to their likenesses. And he's the one that designs all the bobbleheads for them. So um, I don't know how he came about that. It's, you know, it's a good question that I've never actually asked him, but um, now I need to. Yeah, so, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, well, j j just at least to kind of like know where where it started and, and, and obviously how he got the likeness and the, and, and the rights to all of that, because that's that's massive. That's huge. Right. And he he tells a good story on the history of the um, Jackie Robinson bobbleheads and why there aren't any other okay. than than the one that managed to get out before. Uh, I, I guess the way they did it, there was supposed to be a series of five 
Jackie Robinson bobbleheads. Mm-hmm. And in the contract somehow got misinterpreted. And when the first one came out, his widow threw a fit. And basically she wanted them all recalled. If, I, if I'm understanding the story right, and there's like, there's no way we can do that. But she then nixed the next four in the series. So that one Jackie Robinson bobblehead is the only one. Cause I think the Dodgers have done a statue of him. A statue but I, only. But I a don't think statue. they've, yeah, they've, they've not done a bobblehead. So it's uh it's pretty interesting, but um, so that's, that's his story. But the uh, you mentioned it early on the lone, my, my grail piece of Negro League bobblehead is the Satchel Page Catman. Okay. And um, after emailing back and forth with Matt, the, the actual Catman up in, in Canada, 25 of them he made uh, because that was his jersey number. And he that's kind of how he justified it. I know he did a Patrick Mahomes one where he did only 15 of them. So he kind of does it based on their jersey number and what somebody's willing to pay to have them made. But um, I only know of one to exist. Um, I've only seen one. Um, there's a gentleman in, in New York. Um, he's a big Mets fan. In fact, I'm going to a Mets game with him. So I, maybe if I can throw enough beers down him, he might sell it. I don't know. But uh, I have, he has number one of 25. So that to him, that makes it even more special. I, you know, I was a FOCO guy for a long time and numbers on bobbleheads mean nothing to me anymore. But yeah. with this one being one of 25, I get it. Uh, but, but like I told you, I've, I've thrown a couple stupid numbers at him and he still, he won't budge. Uh, which I, I probably wouldn't either, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but he did tell me that when the time comes and he's ready to sell, you'll be the first uh, one. First, first dibs. Now it doesn't mean it'll be at one of those numbers. It may be, it's probably going to be a bigger number, but you know, yeah. we'll, we'll cross that bridge when I get there. But I can already see in the background, you already have <laughs> space for it right there. You're already making space. Yes. There's, there's room. I, well, no, it'll probably have its own glass shatterproof case you know, locked and sealed. So now I'm, I'm a season ticket holder for the giants. And a couple of times we've gotten the invites through, um, through my rep to go meet with the promotions team, Mm -hmm. a full year ahead of, of the next giveaway season. You know, as soon as the season uh, finishes in September, October, they're they're, they're calling us, they're setting up this meeting because they already have some ideas for next year. But because production takes a long time, that itself explains why so early. Um, So in those two meetings that I've had with them, I've often asked, you know, can we do a Darth Vader Lucille bobblehead? Because every fourth, every Star Wars day, Lucille comes out looking like Darth Vader, but uh, for some reason, they won't do a Darth Vader bobblehead. And that is because um, Lucasfilm says, no, no one can do a Darth Vader. That's one that is completely untouchable. So so the the, the uh, I think it was uh, Chomp Baca or Chomp, something like that. The, it's not even a bobblehead. It's just a figurine in the Star Wars lot. Uh, that's the only Vader that is out there. A Chomp Vader. That's what it is. Chomp, Chomp Vader. Interesting. Um, but uh, at least that's what the uh, the... the director of marketing for the giants for promotions and marketing he said they just won't give us the rights to do certain characters and darth vader is one of them right and the other one we've asked with the history that the giants have had with mel ott with uh chrissy matthewson and 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 those guys back from new york 
we've often asked, hey, can we start doing some Hall of Famers, some people that played with the Giants in the early history of the team? And uh, they've said no, because their families don't want to give the rights. Yeah. So that too explains, um, you know, that, that it, it correlates with the story that you told about Jackie Robinson and with a team yeah. as big as the Dodgers uh, to not be able to, to, to have Mrs. Robinson give the rights away. I mean, it goes to show you that they really mean it. They don't yeah. want their, they don't, they don't want that stuff out there. Yeah. Pro protecting the, the rights and yeah, understand. Well, it makes you wonder though, you know, as they pass away, right? I mean, I guess those rights would transfer to whoever in the will or whatever, but I mean, you wonder if future generations are going to be like, and eh, not a big deal to me. It might be nice to see my, you know, great grandfather or whoever, you know, memorialized somehow, or, you know, I, I wonder if that'll change down the road once, you know, they'll need the money at some point. Right. Well, and like, what about Lucas films? Because they sold out to Disney. So doesn't Disney own those likenesses now? I mean, I'm sure they'll sell out. <laughs> or does Unless Lucas still have it somehow. They have well, some type uh, of control maybe still. I'm thinking uh, that they do have some control of it. Look at the last trilogy that came out. And now we're talking about movies, but the last trilogy that came out, you know, a lot of people like them, but a lot of the old school Star Wars uh, fans, they're like, eh, you know, it was all right. And now George wants to redo the last three movies, the last, uh, the last trilogy. He wants to redo the whole thing because he either A, didn't like it or he just wants to tell a different story, whatever. So I'm sure they do have some, some type of hold on to some of the rights to some yeah. of the characters. Darth Vader being the biggest one, that's completely understandable. Um, but hey, you know, I'm sure that at some point they'll come out because everyone will need the money at some point. Yeah, time changes things, especially when some of these people, you know, when the the, the future uh, people that have control those rights aren't billionaires like uh, Lucas, right? <laughs> yeah. And then another thing that, uh, that we talked about before and uh, one other cool little set that you have over there is you have the complete, and I'm talking about the complete Sandlot set. What I mean by that is the Louisville Bats, three years ago, um, or I believe three years ago, they did a ham bobblehead giveaway. Let's say a thousand, like they always do. However, four of those, only four, were randomly given out and all four of them were gold bobbleheads. They were gold ham bobbleheads. Uh, when I saw somebody say, hey, is anybody interested in them? Right away, I said, hey, you know, I can help you raffle that one. Let's go ahead and let's get you a good amount. And uh, we went ahead and we, we raffled it for the first time. And John Guts out of Salt Lake City is the bobblehead. About a year and a half later, not too long ago, he tells me, hey, you know, I'm trying to raffle it again. I'm trying to get rid of it, get this in somebody else's house. Uh, so we raffled it again. And when we rasped it again, this time a winner was uh, Brian Schmuck, who's also out of Kansas City, and he's got the Kansas City group. Is that the biggest Kansas City group that he's got out there? I I think so, yeah. Yeah, so he's got he's got you know the most recognizable Kansas City group out there, and that's Brian Schmuck. And uh, I obviously didn't know what was going on behind the scenes, but I know that then Corey posted a picture saying. Hey, I finally got the gold ham in my hands. So that's yep. kind of like how I knew that, you know, that something happened over there. Um, how many are in the complete set now, Corey? Um, well, just looking here, two, four, six, eight, 12, 
Are they still making more Sandlots? I mean, did some come out this year? I wasn't, I haven't really yeah, paid attention. Yeah, uh, the Cleveland Indians <laughs> just did one. I, I really thought we were done, but uh, the Cleveland Indians did one. And then, Roberto, you said, I think it was you that told me, uh, didn't you yep. think there was a couple squints that, that there's a couple I think there's two more squints. So it, it looks like I've, I've got 26 back there on, on the shelf, plus that uh, the Texas Rangers gave away a slime ball. Um, yeah. You know, it's not a bobblehead. Uh, and then the only other thing I have is I've got a signed baseball by the guy that played squints, and he's filled the entire ball out with a bunch of his quotes from the movie. So Cool. Oh, there you go. And, you know, I keep thinking and at the same time crossing my fingers because I'm not doing the whole set, uh, but I do want to have every character of, of the movie because the Sandlot lives within each one of us. Absolutely. Um, but the Cardinals so far, they're the ones that have been doing different characters every single time. Yeah. Um, and they've I'm hoping four total. Yes. And I'm hoping that they release the other characters and again, I start thinking, okay, well, there's got to be negotiations in the background. They got to be working on numbers in order to release the, the, the rest of them. But I'm hoping that the Cardinals do get to release um, all the other ones, because as we know, the Sandlot is not complete without Wendy Peppercorn and without Benny the Jet. We got to have them. And a couple of people have done customs of them. And although they look very, very nice and they're very creative, it is them. So for me as a collector and as someone that has this subset in my collection, I would like to see it continue, but enough with the hams, enough with yeah. the hams. That's, that's all of them. And if you're going to well, do hams, do different poses. Right. I was just going to say my problem with, with the multiple hams is they're all the same. Now, um, now they all did the same. I was just, just, just a different form. Uh, the Brooklyn Cyclones and the Miami. Miami Marlins are the only two that didn't use that same exact mold as, as the other mm -hmm. teams. And that's because it's going to be cheaper for bobbleheads for the page. So yeah. they use the same mold. It's going to be cheaper. So a team, especially a minor league team, a small market team is going to say, okay, well, I can pay for a brand new mold or I can just use the mold that you already have slap right. on a brand new sticker. And all of a sudden, boom, it's done. And to us collectors, we're like, well, shit, we don't, we don't want that. And that's just dumb. You know, imagine seeing one, uh, imagine seeing Ham doing the cannonball. Right. Yes. Well, it's, it's a you lot know, like that, Foco, cool. um, it's a lot like Foco with the sluggers. I mean, how many Foco sluggers can they possibly do with him standing and leaning on a bat? I, I'm, and I, I made the decision about two summers ago to just stop with Foco altogether. Um, because after 22 Mahomes bobbleheads, whether it be him on a horse or him on the standing on top of the world spinning, I was like, this is, I can't do it, you know? Yeah. And so I, I made the decision. The, I, I kept the Super Bowl set. I kept my St. Louis blues set. And then my Cardinals and Royals world series set. Those are the only Foco orna or ornaments, uh, bobbleheads. I still have, I sold everything else. And I haven't looked back. You know, I see some that come out. I'm like, yeah, those are cool. But I'm like, nope, don't buy them. You're not doing it. So it's a trap. That's that's how I can afford to buy that gold ham. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I was going to say, 
Uh, I was going to say that uh, Kenny could probably have about three or four of those gold hams with all the amount of money he spent on Dodgers World Series bobbleheads this year. Um, I mean, Foco puts out a new one every week. It's like, here's a panda bear with a Dodgers logo on it. And World Series, like, what the hell is that? That's that's what I said. I'm like, man, I need to become a Bengals fan if I'm going to stay in the Foco market. (laughs) That's so funny. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty good, man, because that's a problem, not even a problem, but that is something that every collector eventually has to come across. And that is starting a second set or a subset of, of, of some sort, whether it's the mascots, whether it's the minor league players that, that are missing, the minor league uh, giveaways, the little, little trinkets that we all want, that sometimes it can get a little too crazy if you don't grab a hold of it and if you don't come up with a game plan. Um, yep. I, and I only have two small subsets, which is one of them is the MMA. Uh, I did the MMA set. You know, I'm a fan of the sport and it, it, they're nicely crafted, nicely, nicely done. Both the ones that are sold on uh, MMABobblehead.com and the ones from, um, from the sports events. So I have both of those and, you know, and I have another one with some, uh, uh, I think it's like the Playboy girls and stuff like that. Just because, Hey, you know, I'm a dude. Um, but uh, a couple of them I, I've avoided because it is it is hard to get every single one of them. And you did you do bring up Kenny, you know, or, or even Robert, you know, Robert Allen with all the Giannis that he has. Oh you know, you Corey, you mentioned all the focal ones that are that, that, that come out, and, and it's just sometimes it's too many. Robert Allen has every single Giannis that has ever come out. And yeah. you know, often he says, Oh, here goes another one, but he's gotta get them to continue sure. to continue the set. The Dodgers are getting ra- the Dodger fans are getting raped. Oh my God! I, all the bobbleheads that are coming out, and well, and, and don't they do like fifteen or twenty giveaways throughout the year? Also, yep. So it, it's 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 still a lot of them. And then they had uh, the Kershaw that came out uh, yesterday or two days ago, um, and then they had uh, another one. I think it was a Bellinger that uh, that came out in the minor leagues, and also the Dodgers just gave one out that Kenny was raffling. So down in LA, it's, it's, it's going to be crazy. There's going to be a lot of money spent. Uh, and, and I hope that those, uh, those market prices stay up for, for, for their sake. Otherwise that's, it's going to be, it's going to be kind of rough for them down there. Right. I'm glad, I'm glad I, my team hasn't won lately. Otherwise, <laughs> holy shit, man, I'm going to have to, you know, make more space because this is crazy. Yeah. I'm, kind of dealing with that with the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl I mean I was expecting them not to put a ton of bobbles out you know Foco I mean I know it's Brady but I'm like you know Buccaneers fans are you know I'm a Bucks fan I I can say it right they're pretty cheap when it comes to memorabilia or they used to be now that Brady's here everything's super expensive um but you know I I started collecting the Super Bowl bobbles I'm like I'm just gonna do Brady and then I'm I got roped into maybe I'll do just Brady and Gronk so that's what I've done but they just keep coming out with them over there's a new one every freaking week yeah and I'm like how many can they make and maybe I'll just stop at some point but you know something comes out and I'm like oh that's pretty cool they just came out with this three-piece uh pirate ship it's like three different pieces that go together to make a big ass ship and it's got gronk and brady and mike evans on it i'm like i gotta buy this (laughs) big ass ship keep roping me goddamn back in and i'm like freaking foco (laughs) terrible you're killing me (laughs) do you have a favorite one Corey? out of all the ones that you have i know that it's kind of unfair to ask a favorite one but is there is there a specific one that brings up a, a good memory or something that you say you know what yes 
this is the must have that I, I just got to have. You know, I don't know that there is a favorite one. Um, as I sit here and look, um, probably one of the hardest ones, you know, to was the 2002 slugger for the Royals, uh, you know, cause that's a, that's a $400, 450 bobblehead all day long on Razzes. And I'm like, I'm not paying that. Um, yeah. I actually got mine uh, from Brian Schmuck. Um, mm -hmm. I think he had five or six of them at one point. And uh, I had gone back to Kansas city. Um, I want to say it was 2018 um, for the chiefs Colts playoff game. Okay. And I had a pair of club level tickets and I ended up tearing up my knee. I, I don't I, I don't know if I slipped on some something happened, but I could barely walk the day of the game. So kind of as a joke, I put out in the, the Royals bobblehead page. I'm like, hey, I got a pair of club level tickets. I don't want to sell them, but if anybody's got a slugger, I'll make a trade right now. Yeah. And bam, there went that trade. So that's that's how I came across my slugger. Um and, and, and I had the chiefs tickets given to me, so it didn't cost me anything. So awesome. Worked out well. That, that's a good way to find a, a grail. So yeah, sometimes the, the ones that you don't buy and you acquire them at a kind of in a weird way, they tend to, to hold a little more specialness. I, I think um, I do have another one that, um, so this guy right here, you guys heard of the baseball passport book. Yes. That a uh, guy by the name of Tim Parks has he created. So basically you go um, to ballparks and it, it's kind of like your, uh, you know, actual passport, but you stamp in. See, I have one here. So you get a, I don't know if you can see it very well, but you stamp in each stadium has a okay. stamp and you can date it. Huh. And so he created his own bobblehead. So there's oh. three of them, and on his name is Chase in Parks. So you're chasing Parks, got it. and uh, so each he's got a red, white, and blue one, and they each have their own saying on the on their shirts. So those are kind of fun. My son and I have this uh, adventure to visit every major league ballpark. Um, mm -hmm. We had quite a few of them down, uh, and then we got the book, and he's like, "I think we should start over." So last year, we actually had a trip planned. Um, we were going to hop an Amtrak in Kansas City, and we were going to visit 17 parks in 21 wow. days, Ooh. coming all the way across. The final game was going to be uh, Yankees-Red Sox at Fenway. Um, one of the days we were going to catch, it, this was going to be the best day. It was going to be Cardinals-Mets at noon, and then Royals-Yankees at 7 o'clock. So I got to see both of my teams play on the same day, but obviously COVID happened and uh, we, we weren't able to do that. So anyway, we're, uh, we're working on some trips. I'm actually flying back to Kansas city. I'm going to take my son and all my nephews to Chicago on the train to see the Royals and Cubs play uh, in mm -hmm. August to take them all to Fenway. So, but yeah, he's done that. And uh, I think there's also, he's got a, a minor league book. So all the minor league parks have a stamp. Uh, it's a pretty cool deal that, you know, anybody who goes to a lot of games, it's, it's a fun way to, to keep track of all your games. How many of those bobbleheads did he make? Uh, there's three of them. Um, and they're all, like I said, there's one in a red shirt, one in a white shirt and one in a blue shirt. So the red, how, white many, how many total? Oh, um, like out of how many, this one is numbered out of 504. 
Let me grab the other two. They're right here. He's got that'd all be of pretty them. cool, Jack. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool actually for for those that do like to visit all the ballparks. You know they got to know about. So here's the. Uh, so this the white one. He's out of five oh four, and see the the arm also shake. He's uh, holding yeah. a stamp in each hand, and then this one is out of five hundred. So I don't know why two of them are out of five oh four and the others out of five hundred, but. <laughs> Huh, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. I did not know about that. And you know, sometimes on the yeah. feed, you see all these uh, 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 stuff about the parks and visiting different ones. And there's different things that you can do uh, visiting different parks. But the passport, something that I've heard about, but I had never heard about the the bobbleheads from yeah. the creator. And I think that that's pretty cool. Yep, I think that's pretty awesome. And and they're actually yeah. of him is what the, the bobbleheads are him. I the way I understand it. So. But uh, they've got their own Facebook page and they have what they call nerd stats. It's a hashtag nerd stats. So basically what they try to do is get a complete stamp out. So every game each day, you know, uh, to get us because you, you take your picture, post it to their page and they track it for, you know, how many people are at games that day. So hmm. it's, it's kind of fun to, to see all the people. And then they try to do once a year uh, what they call a stampede and they, cause he's from, okay. I think the Cincinnati area. So they pick a Reds game where they basically invite everybody to go down on the field, do a big group picture beforehand, but uh, they couldn't, they couldn't get it worked out together being on field this year with COVID restrictions. So um, going to do it next year, but usually, you know, I'll meet two or three people at every stadium I go to that, you know, has, has the book and you see him stamping them. So it's, it's a fun way to meet people just, just like the bobbleheads. I mean, I've met so many cool people, some not cool, you know, some are, I, I don't ever want to deal with again, but some, you know, I, I wouldn't hesitate to, to do business at all times with them. So, but um, you know, I've never really had a bad, I've never really had a bad transaction with anybody but some people I just feel it's like, man, they're in this strictly as a business and not as a hobby. And that's kind of frustrating sometimes, but you know, it is what it is. It's, you know, as, as long as there's uh, money to be made, there's going to be people out there making money and that is what it is. So. When I first got in the hobby and, and started thinking about like, okay, I got a couple extra giants once, you know, the giants were, you know, doing pretty good with the, with the world series championships but uh, I remember it would be kind of tough to, to fill a Giants rash just because the, the, the price line was always a little high because Giant bobbleheads are, are pretty out there sometimes, or at least the older ones. And no one would want to go ahead and pay the full price right away. But when they found one at the flea market or at Goodwill, oh, they wanted the same line. Uh, so so I, know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean when, uh, when it comes yeah. to that. Now, throughout this conversation, I've been meaning to ask you something, and forgive me if I have it wrong, but is it you or is it Brian that has the website with every single, uh, with the list of every single Royals affiliate a bobblehead in there? That was me. Um, okay. I get the questions all the time of, what does this bobblehead look like? You know, and it's ones where of the players, you know, Alex Gordon that has two or three different ones, George Brett, you know, oh, which one's the O2, which one's the O7. And I thought, you know what, I've got a little bit of web design skill. Um, I was a photographer for 25 years. So I just set up a little, little box and started snapping pictures and created a website. Um, I did the same thing for the Negro Leagues bobbleheads as well. So oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I've, I've created two different websites and it's, it's just easier 
to direct people there. They, there's pictures of everything you can imagine. Um, I attempted to get all the FOCO on there, but I think there's a space limitation on my website. So I'm, I'm out of photo space for FOCO. So. Um, and it was easier because all the ones that you see in there were ones that I owned at one time because I just okay. them all up. But now that I'm not buying FOCO, um, I, don't, I don't have the photos. So I probably will not be updating those. But at the end of the season, I'll take all the ones from this year and, and update all that. Cool. And then, and I believe so. Now that I remember, uh, didn't you tell me that you also put in there what day it was given away, how yeah. many were given out? I mean, yeah, as, as close to the ag, you know, I most of them are pretty easy to find that info. Some of them it's a little sketchy as to when it was given away. Like for instance, the in two thousand two, they gave um, a Royals one away twice because the first day that they went to give them out, it was rained out, but some people had already got them. Um, so I, I think that was Carlos Beltran, I think. But uh, okay. it's funny because it says on there the first ever Royals bobblehead, but then they gave a slugger away and then another, be the Beltran again. So some people are like, well, did you get the first or the second? It's like, who knows? So yeah. but it was, it was given out twice. And now this year, a lot of the minor league teams, I know Northwest Arkansas, they have broken their thousand bobblehead giveaway up into two 500 bobblehead nights okay um and i think i think wilmington is similar so this year was kind of interesting with wilmington um a lot of their bob all their bobbleheads that they're giving away this year were supposed to have been given out last year so technically they're still kansas city royals um because they're giving away a whit merrifield uh, so, right but they've they've broken that up over two nights, uh, August 14th and 15th. Um, and I'm not sure they did that with the others, but they've they've got a uh, they did that Tyler Lee, um, which I think he was a local guy. Um, it's not a bobblehead, his arm bobbles. He's holding the trophy that they won okay. in the Carolina League. And then they're doing actually what's pretty cool. I can't wait to see the other one, but they're doing a two bobble like puzzle of the old rock'em sock'em robots oh but one of them is uh mr celery and the other is rocky they're two mascots so their arms bobble back and forth so it i i'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out hmm. so, earlier this year when uh before COVID started there was I don't, I don't know what word to use Corey, but there was something with the solaire bobble right Yes. Little, little drama with that one. And I think I've been, I was telling you about that, Jack, a couple episodes ago, that there was a, a bobblehead given away, uh, or that was supposed to be given away last year, but it wasn't given away. And please, Corey, correct me when I get this Hold wrong. On, let, me, let me stop you. It was, it was actually the Hunter Dozier bobblehead. Okay, okay. I thought it was the Solaire. Solaire is the, the round one. The Dozier is the one in the bulldozer, correct? Yep. So that is this one right here so all right i'll let you tell the story so tell us about what happened with this one with the pre-release what was it supposed to be because i know that there's a pretty cool little dramatic story with this i don't know all the exact details but this one was one of the ones last year that was supposed to have been given out and what they did they if i'm not mistaken they sold to different uh season ticket packages or holders, you could buy a giveaway package. Well, they gave away some of these early. Well, it turns out these were never supposed to go out because on his hand right here, it's not attached to the gear shift. And it's that was the error. The ball's not touching the gear shift like it's supposed to be. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, yeah. But that was the big error on it. 
so supposedly all of those were supposed to have been destroyed okay you know and but apparently the person in charge of destroying them didn't destroy them all and thought oh let's make some money and uh, he sold two or three cases to a couple different people that then started razzing them for a lot of money. Um, I bought mine from the guy fairly cheap uh, just because I knew him. And, you know, so. Um, it's the groundskeeper, Jack, is the groundskeeper. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say it's got to be. So, <laughs> to my understanding, that person has since been relieved of their duties with the Royals um i i don't know the exact gist of it but yeah there there was an error on it and the original ones were supposed to be destroyed and you can see the pictures of the new one on the website his hands actually on the ball the gear shift instead of the ball sitting on top of his hand mm. so i mean to me it doesn't really seem like that big of a mistake to to throw such a fit and destroy fifteen thousand bobbleheads but wow you know maybe it was dozier that said he you know but I think when you're batting 128, I don't think you should get a say in what yeah. goes on. Correct. No, and those variants, they'll get you. Uh, and right now, the latest thing as a Giants collector, the latest thing that I want to see um, if it's going to be an issue or not is last night they gave out the Mike Yastrzemski bobblehead. Mm-hmm. That one was supposed to be given out last year. So throughout the whole promotional commercials and then the stuff on the internet, on the website and stuff like that, it's the same one that they gave out last year. But earlier in the season, Yaz uh, or Mike, uh, he was growing a mustache. So he was struggling and then he shaved the mustache and he started hitting good again. But when they announced it during his struggles, the bobblehead that they showed had one of his new mustaches on it. But the one they gave away last night, none of them had a mustache because now so now that's that's something that I've had in the back of my head is like, all right, so what, what's going to happen to that? Right. Because the one that they show you on the commercials or on the website, mm. we all know that that's the prototype and the prototype is going to have perfect lines. Everything is going to be perfect. Right. They may not even have it uh, in their possession. Uh, in order to do the commercials, they may just have the photo with the white background so they can go ahead and use it how they want. So that's an interesting question that I'll that I'll have later on. But I think it ties into what Corey's talking about, whether the guy has the hand on the gear shift or not. You know? Well, and several years ago, I, I want to say, I'm not sure what year, but Omaha did a bobblehead of Alex Gordon in his high school uniform. And uh, people started noticing when they opened it that his name was spelled wrong. <laughs> so nobody checked these ahead of time, but they went ahead and gave them all out. And then later in the year, gave a corrected one so you know that's that's a somewhat valuable i i think the last name i think they left an o out of his last name so i think it was g-o-r-d-n gordo right gordo, something like that something like that so i i kind of like when they give out these errors you know and just go ahead and just own up to it and give it it makes it you know a, a, it gives it a story basically so or when they put the wrong uh, on the wrong base the wrong base on the wrong player that's more for the focal ones Right. Uh, because oh, yes. you, you got my, um, I think it was my uh, Orlando Cepeda, uh, Foco, oh, Hall Parish. of Fame Foco one. Yeah, but the it had a, base. Yep. Correct. And it had the, the Fergie Jenkins. Fergie Jenkins. Yep. On it. yep. But that's retail. That, that That's right. retail. You know, yep. the fact that they don't catch 
the SGAs, like the right. when they the Giants did a Moses Alou, they spelled it G A N A T S or something like that, or G A I first. I misspelled, but they still gave them all away. Right. You know, so there's these little mistakes, you know, for the collector, it'll it'll drive us kind of crazy. And for some, where's you gonna be like, ah, who gives a shit? Right. You know. But, but you uh, have to have it if you want it. So <laughs> that's very, very true. Uh, so yeah, no, nah, man, this is, uh, this, this is pretty cool. I, I'm glad that we, we finally got to, we finally got to talk. Like I said, you know, that's why I said we've known each other for a while. And, and I think that this was a pretty good opportunity to have a conversation about, uh, one of the best collectors out there when it comes to being loyal to the hobby and to being loyal to the other members that are in it for the hobby. And, and, you know, we touched on that earlier. Some of them just want to make a buck. It's all right. You want to go ahead and make a dollar to grow your connection that's totally fine uh my thought is don't do it on the back of other people because right. they too have to go through the same thing that that we went through at one point uh but yeah no this is uh this is this is awesome and this is pretty cool i like that you uh you showed us all the uh, important ones yes and uh one one thing uh give us the names of the websites for um for the royals and uh for the foco collection that you have so the royals so Royals is just uh, kcbobbles.com, and the Negro League is nlbbobbles.com. Awesome. Right. And then, uh, so yeah, I mean, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. I hope you had a little bit of fun with us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I know it's glad a to do late. it. I know we've we've talked about it for a while, so just glad uh, glad we were able to make it happen. Of course, and I know that you're. It's a little bit late where you're at, so next time that we talk, uh, we'll go ahead and we'll do it a little bit earlier with a little sunshine in the background. No worries, no worries. I'm a, I'm a night owl, so it works. Good. It's always Jack. You you have yeah. been yeah. running on Jack's razzes. You got to yeah. Be yeah. <laughs> it's the only time I have with the little kids running around all day, like Roberto's got right now. Yeah. Um. You know, <laughs> it's uh anybody I've met from uh, the Kansas City area, collector wise, big collectors, great people. You know, like Chuck Tedder and uh, Jonathan Rodriguez. I mean, it's everyone I've met from from the Kansas City area. It just seems like you know you have a great community there as far as collecting goes. And, yeah, and like I said, um, you know, really, everybody I've met, you know, along the way. Uh, mostly all great people uh there, there's a few that and, and i won't say that they're bad people they're just hard to get along with um yeah. you know in the way they do things it's but you know my my option there is don't do business with them i, I don't have anything negative to say about them it's just you know I, I choose to not not deal with them so we should do an episode on all the bad guys in the hobby jack <laughs> can we have them on so talk to them Right. There you go. Like, why are you such an asshole with your prices? You know, that'll be the first question to everyone. Uh, the Negro League stuff was very interesting, too, because I was telling, you know, Corey, before we started, I mean, I, I just haven't seen, you know, besides some of the SGAs that have come out, I just I didn't even know that that even existed, to be honest. So very cool. No, it's, well, it's, it's pretty so cool. I, I jumped into another thing with with the Negro Leagues after I got all but those two. I I found a uh, upper deck made a historical beginnings uh, statues. And I came across one that was really cheap on, on eBay and I bought it. That was really cool. Well, I'll be damned if there weren't more. So I'm like, shit, got to have those. And I just got the last one, uh, the Josh Gibson. Nice. And I, I got that. Uh, it was on eBay and I was like, holy crap. And I, 
I kept getting outbid and I'm one of those that I'll put, I don't like to snipe because a, I don't have enough time to sit there and watch it to the end because then I, I start bidding emotionally. Yeah. So I just, I put my high price in there and I'm like, this is it. I'm not even going to look back. And then I got outbid and I got that notice about two days before it was over. I'm like, damn it. So I'm like, all right, one more time. Like I've never seen this for sale one more this is my top and i ended up getting it for i think 150 bucks so it wasn't right. bad but those things are awesome i mean the the jackie robinson one um it's it's almost 14 inches tall wow. i mean they're massive and they come in amazing boxes all velvet lined um and then i the other thing a company called gartland i think it's g-a-r-t-l-a-n so they did an autograph series and of course i struggling to find my last one but i i have three of them um one of them is cool papa bell uh and it's, it actually has a little plaque and they've autographed and they're jsa witness um wow uh bob motley the uh, uh umpire he uh he signed one and then the one i'm i'm missing out of that is ray dandridge, ray dandridge. Um, there's a guy he's got one on ebay right now he thinks it's worth 500 dollars and it, it isn't at least not in my wallet it's not so yeah. um but I'm, let's just bring him on and we'll ask him the question exactly well and then so have yeah. you guys seen the new negro leagues that they just launched um so if you've ever been to the museum in kansas city museum is all all the exhibits are around and in the center they have what they call the field of legends and um what they have done in that field of legends, there's life-size bronze statues of like the all-stars of each position. Nice. You know, so um, Josh Gibson's catching, Satchel Page is pitching, uh, but then they have Buck O'Neill as one of the managers and then Rube Foster, who was one of the keys to starting the whole thing. So what they've done is they've replicated that as a big puzzle. So the base all fits together and they've replicated that field of legends and wow. it's, it's launching Actually, it just launched for sale. I think you can buy the whole set uh, for six hundred, like six hundred fifty bucks. Be sharp the way they the way they set this all up and made it look. And I thought I had the picture. Maybe I don't. Mm. And these are already released, or they're going to be released. They just released them about three days ago. Oh, okay. They, so this is very, very recent. Yeah. So if you go to if you go to Negro Leagues History or Negro League History .com, you can see them on there. Cool. Um, okay. It's pretty awesome. Um, they do have, they're launching 40 new bobbleheads this year. Whoa. Um, and there's, there's one set that they, they haven't released it yet. And it's, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, uh, but there's, it's an eight bobble set of, of one specific player. And of the eight, six of them are going to have voice chips in it. The sound chips. Um, two of them are going to be the part one and part two of his hall of fame induction speech. So okay. it's, it's going to be a pretty sharp set once it uh, is officially launched. So cool. I, I won't name the player yet because, I don't, like I said, I don't want to get in trouble for that. Yeah. So, no, no, no. Um, it's, it's coming out soon. So they, they're doing some good work with, with the bobbles they have. Um, you know, I, the biggest challenge that I've, the way I understand it, is licensing. Um, the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, if the player is deceased, I think they own the rights to it but then the family still has to approve. I, I'm not sure how the whole process works, but it's it's yeah. pretty interesting how it all works with the estates and this and that. But uh, there's not many 
Negro Leagues players still living. I, I want to say only eight to ten. Um, I know the Syracuse Mets just gave away a, a bobblehead last night. Um, it's interesting. They they coined it as a Negro League centennial celebration, but um, the bobblehead they gave away, the guy never played in the Negro Leagues, but hmm. he was the first African-American player to ever play pro baseball. So he, he played for the Syracuse Stars, I want to say back in the 1860s, you know, wow. long before the actual Negro Leagues. And then uh, there's a team somewhere in New Jersey. I want to say Somerset. Is there a minor league team in Somerset? A Yankee, yeah, the, maybe double-A affiliate? I believe so. They're so. doing a Negro Leagues night where they're giving away an Elston Howard bobblehead. The only problem is, is he's in a Yankees uniform. So, you know, he, he played for the Negro Leagues, but then – he was one of the few that went on to play in the majors. So they're mm. doing him in a, in a Yankees uniform as opposed to the, the Negro leagues team. So I was kind of disappointed with that. I don't, I don't know if I will consider that part of the collection. I'm going to go get the bobblehead anyway, but I don't know if it's a true Negro league since he's in a Yankees uniform. So right. um, I know Lake Erie, uh, they're doing a, a Josh, no Satchel page bobblehead uh florence y'alls they're doing the exact same bobblehead just with a different plaque on it um and then there's a team up in the north central part i want to say in minnesota doing another negro leagues this year and those are the only ones i know of negro mm -hmm. leagues i i thought there might be more with the inclusion of the negro leagues into the major league stat books now um but maybe they, you know, with COVID, they're just doing what they did last year so maybe in the next year or two we'll hopefully see some more stadium giveaways Hopefully, because it's a, it's definitely a nice, a nice collection to have, you know, that yeah. part of history, of course. Yeah. Probably my favorite of the stadium giveaways. Um, the uh, Birmingham Barons did a uh, Willie Mays and uh, it's, it's probably the most valuable of the stadium giveaways, I think in the Negro leagues. Um, it's, it's a pretty good looking bobblehead. So it's the only one of Willie Mays in a minor league uniform. Yes. <laughs> There's there's nothing else with Willie Mays uh, with Mays in there uh, even retail, there's yep. there's nothing there. So I, I have that one. That's a that's a very it's a very nice bobblehead, very nice weight to it, and very nice spring. Which say, yeah, the it's, it's good. A, it is. It's a very heavy bobblehead. I I really like it. So yeah, very uh very very nice uh, bobblehead done. Uh, now I, I I did just think about something else to ask you with. You're working with a lot of groups, and I'm sure a lot of groups are also aware of your collection. Um, is there what What are your plans, or has anyone approached you to buy your collection, or to uh, give them information, or to share your knowledge that you have about about the Negro Leagues and the relation with the giveaways and everything, how it all ties in together? Uh, nobody's approached me about buying. Uh, I think they know that it's not for sale. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I. I don't even know if somebody offered me a stupid amount of money, it would, would be uh, just because it's, you know, it's, it's a work in progress, you know, and until I have the, those last two in my hands, mm. it won't be complete. So um, I doubt I will sell it before it's complete. Um, my son thinks I'm crazy. He's like, dad, I go, dude, this is your inheritance. And he keeps asking me, well, what are all these worth? I said, you'll get a list on my deathbed of what they're yep. worth. They said, but prior to that, I don't want any accidental poisonings or whatever happening. But uh, yeah. he, uh, when, when he found out how much I paid for that gold ham, he just shook his head like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, don't worry about it. It's not your money yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, as far as collaborating, um, I have 
the guy with the Negro Leagues stuff, uh, you know, he and I talk quite a bit um, as far as, you know, ideas on this and that. Um, then there's a, a gentleman in St. Louis that he is partial owner of the Field of Dreams uh, site there in Iowa. And uh, he's wanting to okay. do a bobblehead for the Field of Dreams, like an actual Field of Dreams set um, of the, the different players coming out of the corn. So we've, we've mm-hmm. kind of collaborated on that, but other than that, nothing too, too technical. I I've thrown some ideas at the Royals marketing guys. Um, I know the guy who's in charge of their bottles. One of my favorite things uh, that I saw recently, or maybe it was last year, two years ago, the nationals, um, they do a college rivalry night. Um, I happened to go to a game. I think it was uh, Virginia, Virginia tech, you know, so they had, but they do their mascot in each of the college colors. And I thought that uh, Bob, okay. I thought that was kind of cool. And I said, you know, instead of doing the same stupid slugger pose over and over, I said, you know, what if you get the local Missouri, you know, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, Wichita state, you know, those and, and do slugger in their colors. And I, you yeah. know, like, Ooh, that's a real good idea. So I'd like to think that that could come to fruition at some point. And I had a little bit to do in it, but. You know, otherwise I just kind of keep my ideas to myself <laughs> unless, yeah. unless somebody really asks and I feel like they really want it. <laughs> so, you know, I, sometimes I feel like telling the, the, these, these guys that I, that I may know from the giants, like, Hey, check out this page. You know, you'll see what happens to the bobbleheads. You know, it's, it's not too bad. You know, people want them. We're able to trade them. In Kansas city, we've got uh, probably one of them the most talented customized guys I've ever seen. Uh, Matt Bowers is in a uh, Oakland A's sugar skull in a raffle. I don't know why I was in it, but I think that was the last item chosen and I was the last pick. So that's what I got. So I sent it to Matt Bowers and I said, Hey, can you put him in a Monarchs, you know, Kansas City Monarchs uniform? And dude, he knocked it out of the park. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably one of the best customs I've seen. Well, then I thought, well, this is cool. I want more. So I ended up buying uh, seven more Oakland A's uh, skulls from, I think, Kenny, Kenny Rimka, yeah. that last name, from yeah. him. And then uh, he ran out of those. And so I searched and found four Milwaukee Brewers that look kind of cool. So I sent all 11 of those to Matt. And I said, all right, here's the different teams I want. So I have a set of 12 Sugar Skulls, uh, all in Negro Leagues uniforms. And so it's that's kind of cool. That's that cool. Now so you and I, I send you a picture of those. Great you idea. You and I, Corey. You and I, Corey. We know him as uh, as Matt, but on Facebook, it's Tony Bowers. It's Tony Bowers. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yeah, he's a very very nice guy. Very detailed, and he he does his research for his work. Uh, I remember uh, I would talk to him here and there, and he would tell me the process of him doing his work and and. I remember he reminded me of, of, of when I first started, which is details. Yeah. I'm very detailed with my work. I, I do the research for everything on there. And I agree. He's very, very talented, extremely talented. And he's got a very, very good idea. So, you know, definitely shout out to Tony. I mean, not yeah. Tony, uh, to Matt Bowers. I, I tried to do a custom myself and it looked like a second grade art project when I was done. So I decided that I'm going to leave that to the guys that know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, there you go. I know this is uh, no, this is this is fun, man. We got we definitely got to do it again. Absolutely. Uh, uh, would like to have you on when you get your grails, because you know they're they're they're, they're going to come out. You know, absolutely. You, they're, 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 I'll they're find them. With you. Yep. And that's so, the 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 hunt is probably my favorite part of this whole process. Right. 
you know, and, and it's kind of like that, that hall of fame set, you know, that was so much fun to track down. And then I had it and I'm like, Let's start right, over. Now, yeah. now what do I do with it? You know? So I, I'm like, all right, let's find another. And that's when the Sandlots came out. So I'm like, all right, let's, let's sell the, the, the hall of fame set and we'll start on something else. And that's where the Sandlot came in. So, you know, I, I, I just reached out to Roberto earlier about, you know, what do you think I could raz that whole set? For? It's like, you know, 40 new Negro leagues bobbleheads coming out, you know, where I got to get some funds. Cause I, I hate taking money, personal money. I, I keep my PayPal, you know, although it scares me to keep money in PayPal nowadays from all that shit I've seen, but you yeah. know, I, I have my play money for my, my hobbies and given to Jack for raffles. Uh, so I, I, I don't like to use personal money on that stuff. So, you know, but now, nobody knows this, but Jack and I have been conversating, and uh, I think Jack's going to come out with his own credit card pretty soon. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. If he would start issuing lines of credit, that would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no interest payments over monthly, you know. But I see some of those guys in your raffles that, I mean, they're doing two and three spots in every one of them. I'm like, oh, my God. But I guess it's one of those things. You got you to gotta play to win. Yeah, it's like you see some of them and, and what they win, then you're like, damn, why, why didn't I win that? And you're like, well, you right. have one spot, you know, what do you want? I know. It's, a, it's the I odds, know. right? Oh, and <laughs> nah, but... I, I talked to Brett Coy a lot, you know, yeah. and he's like, man, I went through a phase of three or four months, didn't win a thing. And I'm like, dude, I just watched you win six helmets in the last hour. What the, you know? So yeah, don't, don't forget Brett won the $15,000 Michael Jordan, uh, you know, jacket, the warm up jacket. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know. So, but yeah, you, it's, it's kind of like the Powerball, man. You gotta, you gotta play to win. And, uh, so I don't win there either. So it is what it is. Uh, there's a little side story about Brett Coy, right? So I'm doing a custom for, for Brett. And he won, he won a RAS where he gets a custom from me. And it's taken me a very, very long time. And I feel horrible, but I just don't have the time. Uh, but when I do, I find the five minutes and I make sure that all those five minutes are dedicated to what I'm doing, which is why people like my work. Uh, but anyways, I'm doing a uh, Alex Gordon uh, wall catch. The wall catch okay. that he did, uh, robbing the home run to end the game against the White Sox. Okay. Years ago. And... Uh, the problem that I'm running with it is, is I can't just do a regular wall because it wasn't against the wall. It was against a fence. Right. So I can print out the, 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 the fence and put it in the background. That's totally fine. However, behind the fence, there's this like, um, like, like a place where the fans can go and buy their burgers or something like that. It's called the patio. Okay. I cannot find a photo of the patio, the, the front of the front of, of, of the place that says the patio that I can then put in the background behind the fence. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes to details. I need a, to find a good photo of the patio name so I can then do my Photoshop magic and do the fence and then give them this beautiful piece of work that, that that's coming out. Uh, but it's an Alex Gordon wall catch and, and it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool i'll definitely be showing it on the uh Kansas city pages and on the pages and stuff like that so you guys can can kind of like see how um how good it is and that's what i like about customs in in, in baseball uh we often say the best sport in the world well you know it creates memories you know even if the team lost you can't forget catches like that you can't forget moments like that you know you yeah. can't forget the history of the game and you got 
uh, you know, all these uh, uh, Negro League connections and all these different sets that, that you have, because again, their history, it's part of the game. And yep. even the Sandlot set that you have, it, it's part of our head, it's part of our history, because every single kid has got to see the Sandlot game, a movie. And every time it's on the, the TV, we watch it. No matter where it's at, we watch it. So, you know, it's, it, it, it's wonderful, man. And I, I really want to thank you personally. And I'm sure that Jack agrees with me on this, you know, for, for you know, coming on and, and telling us about uh, the, the hobby and how the hobby should be and, and, and the collecting and, and the chasing the grail and the last one and, and, and all the, the great moments that you, that you gather going to the bobblehead games with your kids and, and all that stuff. It, it's just great, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Glad, like I said, glad to be here. Glad we can finally make it where I know we've talked about it several times, but definitely uh, just matching schedules. It finally worked. So. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. I learned a lot and I'm going to go make a list now of all the teams and all of the, uh, the equipment managers, the groundskeepers, <laughs> and I'm going to be yeah. making some phone calls in the morning. So I got to beat everybody before this gets uh, posted yeah. out before you, before you publish it. No <laughs> don't, don't, don't forget about the guy that scans uh, your credit card when you're paying $40 for parking. Right. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's the, the ultimate hookup. guy too. <laughs> all right sounds catch, good Corey. catch a guy taking the trash out and say hey you know what what do you have on your desk right yes all right sounds good Corey. uh thank you very very much appreciate it again uh jack uh do we have anything else other than hey we're gonna be making more shows and hopefully more often than before now that we're finding the time uh we're definitely gonna bring you guys more episodes yep we got some ideas coming and uh you know grab that 5k package and uh, that's about it that's all i got there you go. Corey, thank you. Uh, guys, have a good night and uh, enjoy your time. Enjoy your weekend and uh, enjoy baseball. All right. Take care, fellas.